Welcome to the Cracked Pots podcast. I'm Pastor Rebecca. And I'm Pastor Chad. And today we are talking about what exactly, Pastor Chad? Oh, I don't know. Um, so we're <laughs> kind of talking about, we just got done VBS, so we're going to do a little VBS recap for those who, were, those who missed it. Um, we, Jennifer has left us. Um, left we us are so happy. very, very sad. And we are, we are sad about that. Um, and it, it sort of reminded me of what happens in a lot of congregations where we kind of operate as a silo, um, where we send the youth off to a room with the youth director to do youthy things and forget that they're actually part of the church. I think that's something we need to address today as well. And we have a special guest. Christopher Carnes. One of our youth. One of our youth, because if we're going to talk about youth, maybe we should actually talk with. with our youth instead of just about them. Um, so we thought we'd invite Christopher to join us. And let me just tell you, Christopher has all the moves to Into the Wild. Um, In the Wild. A shout out Explosion. to both him and him and Rihanna, um, who were sort of our MCs for, for VBS um, for our opening and closing each day. So awesome. Thank you. Shout out for that. Thank you. So, Christopher, give us, a, give us your recap of VBS. So, this is actually one of the more organized VBSs that we have had here at Emmanuel. You're welcome very much. You're very welcome. You're welcome very oh, much. Oh, yeah, because Pastor Chad had so much to do with the organization of it. <laughs> yeah, showed up on Monday, read the scripts. Um, <laughs> That's about right, yes. Um, so, we started every morning in our welcoming ceremony where we sung two very catchy songs every morning, and then we did a little skit, and we actually followed along a video, which was a competition, and that was kind of interesting, because they had never done something like that before. Then we had music, Bible stories, which Pastor Chad was in. Special shout out to Jeff Carson. It's great to have a teacher when you're lesson planning, so thank you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Definitely, and then we had snacks. We had amazing snacks made every day. Then we had games. And that's music, music. Yes. Hey, don't forget the music, man. Yes, Pastor Rebecca <laughs> was back there doing the videos all day long. She was the jamming DJ. to the music. I, I know I, that music a little too well now. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Yeah. So my kids, even even this week, were like, "Can we listen to?" And then they name a VBS song. I'm like, "Oh, it continues. It lives." But if we're being if we're being honest, what the we want. idea of doing VBS, the idea of bringing kids and raising them in the church is that it sticks. So that's an affirmation for the fact that it was really well organized, things ran really well, and it stuck, which that's kind of the deal. I mean, we're supposed to, you know, bring kids in and, and get, it to, get it to stick with them. So I think the fact that you know, the music stuck uh, was a good thing. And the stories apparently stuck. Yes. Which absolutely amazed me. Um, so, Christopher, what were the age, because Christopher knows what we actually did, what were the age breakdowns of the four groups? So, in our first group, it was three and four-year-olds traveling together, and those ones, they actually did the lesson pretty well, I hear, right? Yeah, so we had threes and fours, fives and sixes. Five was all by themselves, and so was six and traveling, but they had the same lessons, yes. and then we had seven and up in the same group. Yes, there, there we go, awesome. So... We did, we did the lessons, and we're, and we're talking with the kids, and the first day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this right off the cuff. So the first day, we did Jesus in the temple at age 12 teaching. You know, Mary and Joseph left them behind. They abandoned their kid, and you know, yada, yada, yada. Then it was Jesus being baptized, and then it was Jesus walking on water, 
and then it was the um, Jesus, at the tomb. Jesus at the tomb, the empty tomb, and then road to Emmaus. So each day we kind of did a recap. What was absolutely amazing to me was on day five, on Friday, we asked the kids what happened each day, and even the three and four-year-olds told us that the first day Mary and Joseph left Jesus and he was teaching adults, and the second day that John the Baptist um, baptized Jesus and John the Baptist ate bugs. Because <laughs> that is really what we need to get out of that story. You got to get them on the level. You got to get them on the level. The locust um, eating. But I mean, hey, three and four year olds knew John the Baptist. That's right. Um, or as, or as um, Christopher called him JTB. JTB. Uh, um, and, and each day we'd do that recap, and the kids would tell us what they got from the day before. So it was really awesome at the end of the week that we had three and four year olds they were able to sort of give us back what the story was. Um, Again, it's the idea. It's supposed to stick. And I think the reason it stuck was because it was reinforced in the song for the day, in in crafts, in story, in snack, and and those things all all very, very coordinated. And how many uh, youth volunteers did we have? I think we had a total of around 30 to 40 volunteers this year, and we had 108 kids. Yeah. And, and how many of the, the youth volunteers, um, you know, that were helping with the kid, you know, to take the littler kids, move them from place to pit place or were, were leading, um, about how many of those did we have working? I would like to say about 25, 30. Okay. We had more youth than we had adults. Yes, definitely. correct, correct. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's probably right. We had like, I think 42 or 43 volunteers is, was the number I got. And if you kind of work the math backwards, I would guess somewhere around 25 to 30 of those, um, about 25 of those were youth. So, so if you think about this, this is a youth program that literally our youth are actually running, running to yeah. some degree. Right. And not just our youth. Yeah, there were other youth, youth from, from other churches. Youth were yep. also here and engaged in, in doing some of the leadership stuff as well, which, mm-hmm. again, I love it. it, it was, I was exhausted. Don't get me wrong. By Friday afternoon, three I was hours like, feels like a thirty-hour day. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm tired. But I will also say there was a huge energy boost working with the kids and just hanging out with the kids. As Pastor Rebecca Yellen's just thinking about it, um, I loved it. it. I had I had an absolute blast um, hanging out with kids and you know, it, just hanging out with the kids was awesome and just the energy. Um, not just from the youth that were doing VBS, but but the the volunteer leaders as well. It was a really, really amazing week, which is kind of the goal. So, of course, this was the the last VBS for our youth director, Jennifer, who... who, um, It was like the last day. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, Christopher, to to, to telling her if she left before VBS, he would kill her. And then we, it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, so, yeah. So thank yeah. you for that. So yes, we appreciate that. Wouldn't have been as organized. And we do wish her well as she goes um, off to to Virginia. But that, of course, then leaves for us kind of a little bit of a, a, a hole. Okay, a big hole. Um, yeah. But I want to know from you, Christopher, what do you think is important in a youth leader? Someone that listens. If you have someone... I'm sorry, what did you say? Someone that listens. (laughs) See what I did there, people? See what I did? If you have someone that is just kind of not listening, kind of going over like, yeah, we're going to continue talking about this when everyone's just like, 
like and so confused but if they want to talk about something like when we had Jennifer here if we did worship Sunday school or something like that and we had a topic that we wanted to discuss she would just throw away her plans and talk about the topic that we wanted to talk about or she put it into the next week you need someone who's willing to be flexible yeah because so so I've found over the years um, and I'm going to relate it to children's sermons just because it's the most tangible example that people get I rarely script a children's sermon because you have no idea where they're going to go that day yeah um, this is the point I would like to make based on the text, and somehow I need to make this point, and how we get from A to B isn't important. We just have to get from A to B. Um, and I, 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 so I think that flexibility piece is really, is really interesting. And I want to touch on something. I want to piggyback off of something you said. Um, an important attribute is to listen. And yes, but then it goes beyond listening to the next step. Because if it's just, okay, I, yeah, I, I listened. It's following through. It's, it's that follow through as well. And I think that's an important part. You know, we, we say we want, and I'm not saying we as an Emmanuel Lutheran church, but as, as a church with a capital C, we often say, oh, we want youth involved. Um, we want more youth. The, the youth are the future of the church. We forget that they're the part of the church now. That's a whole other diatribe that we'll probably go on later. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it's we want them to be a part of our community, but we don't want to make them part of our community in, in an equal way where they have voice, where they have a say. Um, and it's not to say that youth make all the decisions or should make all the decisions. There, there is something to be said for, hey, this is, the, this is something that, that our youth need and helping them attain those skills and, and things like that. But um, it has to be reciprocal. I agree. Yeah, and I, and I, think, I think Jennifer, he said he agreed. Um, I, think, I think Jennifer kind of typified that really well. Um, I, I've always described Jennifer as um, mature enough to talk and relate to the parents and immature enough to be a spaz with the kids. Um, and if you're looking for a youth director, that's kind of like... That's what you th mean. That's the highest compliment you can give. You mean when she just screams full bore on the go-karts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher knows what I'm talking about. I do I do <laughs> so I do have one regret um, with Jennifer's farewell, and that's that we didn't have shaving cream. Oh, yeah. We probably should have shaving creamed her before she left because... That would have only been fair. That would have been fair and fitting, but we, we kind of missed the boat on that. So, Jennifer, yeah. we owe you some shaving cream. Yeah. Ch Chad had a very bad um, experience with shaving cream. With no, the shaving cream wasn't bad. It was the whipped cream <laughs> that yeah, was, it was bad. Yeah, oh, it was the whipped cream. The shaving okay. cream and then we got the sprinkles in your eyes. Oh, that was a fun, like... The shaving cream was month. more delightful. Um, <laughs> the whipped cream in the ear, and I still don't know who that kid was. Um, <laughs> although, yeah... Totally wasn't me. Yeah, it was not Christopher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I still have a sprinkle in my ear. So what other things do you think are important? Um, listening? And what else? Um, hmm. Probably being able to handle any situation. Because, again, with younger kids, they can say something where you're just, that, no, not expected, didn't see that, and you just got to roll with it. We had a kid. We had a kid in our story time that wanted to that asked if Joseph was if God was Jesus's father. Why God wasn't with Mary and Joseph was? Oof! And I, I think that was that was awkward. Like, yeah, <laughs> and, and of course Jeff says 
Pastor Chad, would you like to handle that? I'm like, no. No, Pastor Chad does not want to handle that. Um, I don't even remember what I kind of pulled um, from the recesses of my brain to answer and weasel my way out of that question. Um, so yeah, I think thinking on your feet and being able to kind of do that. And I think the other thing is to not take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Um, and I think Jennifer did that really well also. Um, she always have to win. It has to be, it should be fun. And I, and I want youth ministry, youth ministry to be fun. Um, and educational, and somehow you tie the two together, and then you have this, this really good mix, where you're able to raise up, you know, young leaders in the church, like Christopher mm-hmm. and Rihanna, and you know, those that really, really took, took, the, mm-hmm. took the bull by the horns with, with VBS. And we have lots of great kids. It's not just, just the two of them. Um, so what would you like to see more of happening in terms of um, our youth and our youth program here at Emmanuel? Um, well, I love the youth Sundays that we've been having here at Emmanuel every month, where it literally the whole entire service is run by youth at 9.30. Yep. I'd love to see more of that happening in other services as well as n- not just the 9.30. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a good idea. That's, va- that's valid. And one, of the, one of the struggles we have as a congregation is that our, our Saturday 6 o'clock and our 11.15 don't see the, the number and the quality of the youth that we have. Um, so I hear on occasion from from those services, sort of this lament of more youth in church. I'm like, seriously, come on, come at 930, because, I have. mean, we're over, there's weeks when we're overrun. And I know Pastor Rebecca and I have had this conversation. You, know, you get up to preach, and you look at it, and you go, where did everybody go? Well, yeah. our youth went to Sunday school. That's where they went. <laughs> um, it's like half the church emptied out. It's like it was really full. Where did, where did everybody go? Oh, well, those 45 to 50 little people just walked out of here and went to Sunday school, and now mom and dad are still here. It's like, oh, there's now holes in the pews yeah. that were filled by our little kids. And, and it's, it's wonderful. I am certainly not complaining. But it makes an impact. Um, and unfortunately, our other services don't always get to see n- not just the quality, but the quantity as well of, of the youth. Luckily, we have have. one youth at our uh, 6 o'clock who also fills in now for our slides a lot of the time, and she is in, what, fifth grade? I think she's going into middle school. Yeah, so she'll go, yeah, but she just just got done with fifth grade going into sixth grade and um, got here one Sunday, had no one to run slides, and she was like, I'll do it. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night, and and we're like, oh, we don't have anybody. She's like, I'll do it. I I love that fearlessness. Yeah. I'll do it. Awesome. And, and I because was, all of the adults in the pews all looked at us like we were nuts that we wanted somebody to just step in because they're terrified of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's funny cause I was, I was leading worship that night and the, the folks around me just kind of like gave me like this look at it. Like, seriously, I'm like, Hey, we have 30 seconds. That's plenty of time. Can you click a mouse? Can you hit the arrow? Can you read? Okay, we're good. Let's go. And you live and you, and part of it is also, as congregationally, being willing to let our youth try things and maybe not do it perfectly. Yes. Um, yeah, we, be we've got to learn about the not perfect thing in general because this, the moment there's a mess up on, on, on the slides, 
every Everyone, head turns yeah. and this doesn't matter ugly as glare you yeah. don't even realize it until you're back there seeing it it's just <laughs> and, and that and it doesn't matter who's who it is i know that oh, sherry yeah. yeah sherry muller has has said the same thing man if you and sometimes let's let's just let them off the hook a little bit it's not their fault it's Some, scary sometimes the the it doesn't click when you want it to that's a thing and a sometimes the praise team gets moved by the spirit and sings an extra verse or an extra line or an extra chorus. And that, you're looking, trying to that's find. That's not in there, and they're just doing their thing. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, and um, and upon occasion, there's just a mistake within the slides, slides as well, and those things happen. But yeah, um, I'm just grateful that we have some fearless youth that are like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's. You know, Jesus talks about. Um, faith like a child and and, and, and let the and, little children come yeah, to me and speaks highly of children in terms of you know jesus's ministry and I, and I think there's sometimes we need to be reminded that you know it's, it's okay to have our have our youth involved and and one of the things i appreciate here is is generally speaking i think we have that open spirit and that openness yeah. and that acceptance of our youth uh, in worship and leading worship and and giving a voice i know christopher was on my call committee so if you're unhappy with me being here blame him um and it's all your fault, Christopher. <laughs> oh, you and I are going to so have it out. All Christopher's fault. I didn't even have a vote. I was just a consultant. Um, <laughs> he was a consultant. Um, it's a hired gun. So, so I think, I, I think, I think we, we, do, we do do a nice job of, of letting our youth uh, you know, have some representation and, and fill some roles in the church. Um, Christopher's helping out big time. He, he has helped Jennifer you know, with Sunday school in the past and you know he's stepping up and kind of helping over the summer here to fill a gap right now and him and i were talking before we came over here hey so we have this curriculum we can pull this together um so i, I think for christopher and i are kind of tag teaming some interim duties um with youth you know till mm -hmm. we till we find someone um and it's refreshing because they say hey christopher so what have you been all, what have y'all been doing Oh, well, we've been doing this. Um, and it's too bad you can't have an interim youth director like you have an interim pastor because an uh, in, in interim, you, and it, yes. the, the role of an interim pastor is a lot of times to come in and deal with the grief of, of a beloved yeah. pastor who has left, and they take the hits, yeah. and um, they deal with the fact that they are not that person, uh, and and the people are take their grief out a lot of times yeah. by just being angry that that person filling that role is no longer the person who used to fill the role. Jennifer has tiny feet but big shoes to fill. Yes, yes. very much so. And <laughs> hey, her, her feet are the same size as mine. What the heck? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, it, 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 I, that this is my, my biggest fear with whoever we hire is not going to obviously be Jen and that people are going to have that expectation and it's too bad we don't have that somebody who comes in just to kind of take those hits for a while and prepares them and gets yes. them ready because you know the, you get to a point with an interim where you're kind of like okay we want our you know we want our quote real pastor now yeah um, not that interims are not real pastors they absolutely are it's a different role it's just a different role right. um, and, and have them be like okay we're, we're ready for the new person now because there, there's gonna be a lot of grief and I mean I know I'm going through it I was very close with Jen so it's gonna be real difficult for me yeah yeah it's, mm -hmm. it, it is it's hard it's, and, and I 
I jokingly said, you know, maybe we just need to hire someone that we know stinks. <laughs> and just let people hate that person for like a month or two. <laughs> and kind of let them be the punching bag and then say, okay, so now we're going to really hire somebody. Is that why you want me to take Jennifer's job right now? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely no, not. Absolutely um, not. But, but I mean, there is, that, there is that wisdom in having an interim and... Um, and, and not having that for a youth position, I, I think it is valid. I think I think our youth will have an adjustment for sure. Definitely. Um, and and we'll so 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 keep everyone in your prayers. Keep our youth in your prayers for that process as well, because um, it's absolutely hard on them. And it's oh, hard it's on a us huge adjustment for them. Um, and and there will be growing pains for on both sides for our youth for the for whoever ends up taking the position. Um, but I th I think here here's the beauty: we have a beautiful foundation to build on. Um, and if you look at if you look at ministry as a building, and I often, I often not as a building as in a physical space, but as in the I, the metaphor of building something, I think Jennifer laid a tremendous foundation and built some really beautiful, um, beautiful relationships and beautiful ministries within the church and within the community. Um, and our goal, staff wise, is to find someone to build on top of that foundation and what she's already built. Um, and she left us much better than she found us. Yep. Um, which I is was a yes. lot different three years ago. Right. Which is always your hope in, in. Um, yeah, they they had me three years ago trying to lead them. That was yeah. very bad. BBS. <laughs> what was that? Twenty. Three years ago, it was it was it was yeah, it was not good. Youth ministry is not my forte. It's just not my thing. And the funny. It's thing not that I don't love the kids. It's not that I don't you know want want Sorry. things to be great for them. It's just. It's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, Pastor Rebecca was going to write a VBS on the book of Revelation. And ha ha. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> but that's a fun idea. <laughs> Next year, VBS, Revelation. Fire, although, fire. Although it can't, be worse, it can't be worse than the Roar curriculum that was, that was out oh, this year. Oh, thank goodness we did not use that. It was talking about slavery and really unfortunate. If, you, if you're in any kind of church circles, maybe you saw some of the... Some of the the dust up over over that program. We're just glad we didn't choose that one. Luckily, yeah. we were not caught up in that and didn't have to deal with that. Our, actually, I really enjoyed our program. So, so we we used though some of the same um, we just decorations. Sold the decorations. Yeah, we we sold yeah. the decorations because we did something called in the wild. So it was very similar as yep. far as the decorations. We totally went. didn't do that. On and purpose. we and I well, but I, I posted after we had it on Facebook, and I had a colleague like contact me and go are you using roar because and it was like no we're not i know the the kerfuffle yeah. that's that, that's yeah. going on with that and no we're not we're not yeah. using that um but yeah yeah we, it's we, just easy to steal someone else's decorations that are already built yeah and, and i'll tell you what they look great i and i know that you know christopher was except the tree angry yeah. um, but we fixed the tree we fixed the because tree. we did we didn't put it up prior to oh, worship yeah, that was a lot more work because of confirmation which put everybody under a lot more stress pressure and stress to do it sunday afternoon and then unfortunately and i was so disappointed because it looked awesome i mean the waterfall was amazing the tree was adequate um, <laughs> it looked better towards the end it looked better towards the end um, but it was an amazing, an amazing look, amazing set to transform the front of the church to make it look like that. And it would have been awesome to worship like that. But we had a wedding on Saturday, and I really don't think 
um, the bride and groom, the bride and wanted, groom to get, wanted to get married in the wild. We actually have had someone get married in VBS decorations before. Though. I married someone in VBS decorations one time, but she had been somebody who'd been very involved in our youth program yeah, when I was at my sense. other congregation. And I told her, I, I said, we normally don't do, and in that case, I was like, we normally don't do weddings when we have VBS. And she said, oh, I don't mind. I don't mind the decorations. Actually, it would be very fitting. And so we did. We had, it was like the pirate one from years cool. and years ago. Um, and so we had like all this pirate oh. stuff around. Arr, so are was, you sure you want to She kind of had a themed wedding. It was actually kind of cool. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. So next year in June, if you want to get married, we can do a VBS wedding. You can do a themed wedding. We'll let you pick the theme. There you go. Ooh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> we'll give you, we'll and then you they would pay the for the decorations because that would be <laughs> perfect. We got it all figured out. Whoever there to get married go. next June, we got it give all us figured a out. Call. Um, so I think there's another thing that I want to touch on briefly, or maybe not briefly, that I want to touch on. You know, we ta- we've talked about um, absence of having a youth director. And I think that highlights an importance. Um, and I did this exercise, and I think Jennifer did it here, and I won't share the results because I don't know them. Um, I did this exercise at the congregation I served prior And I asked our youth to name three people in the congregation that they had a connection to that weren't their parents and weren't the pastors. And again, different context, different size, but it was depressing that the people in the congregation weren't connecting with the youth. Um, And and yet... They will say that they feel that that's one of the most important ministries and universally, universally, and yet we 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 pull teeth for for people to volunteer to help with Sunday school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I always find that an interesting yeah. dynamic where they say this is so important and yet no one helps. Yeah, universally in the church, we yeah. we, we we youth ministry. Should say is no one, but you know it's still Uni- it's important universally. We need more youth. We need youth ministry. We need a strong. But then, well, we hired someone for that. Well, we hired someone for that. And I'm going to challenge you, and I think it's important um, to be involved with the youth in our congregation. Um, One, we have a great youth. But beyond that, um, it's, it's building those relationships because the one thing that keeps youth in the church is relationships. Is relationships, absolutely. And it's not something that is that should just be done by the people on payroll. Mm-hmm. And when they outgrow youth group, what, what happens? Yeah, what happens? Do they have those connections within the church? So um, engage our youth. Ask them questions. Ask them about school. Ask them about what they're doing this summer. Build those relations. And, and we have some people that absolutely do that within this congregation. Yes, we do. Um, we do. I will say not enough because... That's kind of who I am. There's never enough. You can never have enough people engaged and enough, enough people that are involved in the, li- in the lives of our youth in the church. Um, you know, go to a basketball game. Go to a, a band concert. Um, go to one of Christopher's art things because um, God knows he's, like, never not busy. Or environmental festivals. Or environmental or festivals and stuff like that. Um, you know, our youth are, are heavily involved in things Ask them about it. Be Ask engaged. them what's important to them. Yeah. You know, like, well, like you just said, and you go to environmental, you know, what are the issues in our world that are important to our youth? Yeah. 
Yeah. Make what are the issues that are important to you know? Since we since we're asking that question, what what's, what are issues that are important to you? So I'm actually president of a club called Students for H2O, and what we do is we focus on actually the whole plastic ban, which is going around, especially in the state of Florida. City of Stewart is trying. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Um, let's hope something happens. So like the straws, where now we get the paper straws. Yes, we're yep. trying to transform to paper straws. We're trying. I to love make, that. We're trying to make businesses zero waste, <laughs> and. Nice. If the church could take that on as well. I remember a couple years ago, the church still didn't recycle. There was yeah, I kind of pushed for that. I was, I, I, yeah, that, that, that started about three years ago yeah. when I kept going, we need recycling, we need recycling. Because how much paper yeah. do you throw yep. away? Yeah. How about, how about how much styrofoam we use? Yeah. I told Jennifer that I would quit VBS if she bought styrofoam for the snacks. Very nice. Very nice. And sometimes it takes that. Hey, listen, you know, styrofoam's easy. Yeah, yep. it's cheap. easy it's and cheap, cheap. And it's cheap. Yeah. But it's a disaster environmentally. And part of it, for me, it's a stewardship issue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, caring for creation. You know, how are we, not how are we, we are called to care for creation. And are we doing that? God gave us this beautiful earth. We shouldn't be ruining it. There you go. Amen. Yeah. Um, and, and are we institutionally, as an organization, are we doing that? And, uh, okay, so recycling paper, okay, that's good. Hey, it's a step, a step up a, from where we were. It's a step. <laughs> we're still using styrofoam. We have started to cut it a little bit. A little bit? Piece by piece. Um, you, know, you can drink coffee out of things other than styrofoam. It's possible. Yeah. You should tell people to start bringing their own mug. Yeah. Bring your, bring your mug to church. We should have a bring your mug to church Sunday. Oh, that sounds good. So then <laughs> right now, Dave Vanderslice is, is just like blowing a gasket because, you know, oh, my God, mugs and church and then coffee in the sanctuary. It's going to be on the carpet. And then we have to clean the carpet. And, oh, my God. And here comes Pastor Rebecca going, bring your own mug to church. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I would just like to let you know that that was Pastor Rebecca's <laughs> idea. That's Pastor Rebecca. I am not officially officially endorsing <laughs> it, but maybe off the record. I like the idea. I do too. I, so I'm a, I'm a travel mug dude. Like I, I always have my, have my travel mug or my, or my reusable, look, Christopher, reusable water bottle. So proud. Boom. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I think, I think it is something you know, we kind of went off of youth into environmental issues, but what well, we're asking what the important, right. what the important issues and I, are and for youth. So that, and that's kind of, I, I don't want to say universal, but that's a, the environment is a big issue with our youth today. Well, because um, they're looking at their future going, um, I mean, the predictions are bad. Yeah. Starting like now yeah. into yeah. even by 2030 that things are just yeah. not going to be good. Yeah. By um, 2030, there will be no sea creatures without plastic in their systems. That's sad. Yeah. And, and, we're, and we're a beach community. Yep. yep. Um, and what the, Stuart lives on. The amount, of waste that, the amount of waste that ends up in the ocean is is staggering. Um, what other issues? Um, I have always been largely concerned in the global water crisis, and that was actually addressed in our VBS this year in our skits, mm -hmm. and that there's so many things that churches can do for that, as mission trips, as fundraisers. The, the access to clean water um, is what you're water. talking yes. about yep. there. Yep. Yeah. Which that has been one of the bigger issues this decade and it has been getting solved. 
yeah. they're still. Yeah, and churches have, churches have really stepped into that, into, mm -hmm. those, into those issues. So one of the things at a conference I was at maybe two months ago now, um, Kara Powell, who is a, um, a church scholar that deals a lot with youth ministry and trends in youth ministry, one of the things she said was, um, the, there's three main issues that the youth in the church, the youth want the church to deal with in a warm environment. Um, gender slash sexuality, gender identity slash sexuality, racism, and mental health. Does that Those resonate? Are, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and, and ironically, they're the three things that in the church we run from. Mm -hmm. um, we, don't, we don't want to address. Don't like talking about it. And yet, that's what's important to our youth. And if we're not talking about those things that are important to our youth, guess what? They're not going to find church relevant. Right. No. Right. And are, are, so, are we are we meeting the needs? Are we meeting the needs of our youth if those are the needs that our youth identify that are important? So, environment, gender identity, sexuality, and we did a podcast on that reference back a few podcasts ago. Actually, we've done podcasts on both of those topics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I think we've hit most of them. mental health, mm -hmm. um, racism, yeah. not quite as much, not directly, yeah, we have um, more indirectly. Hey, we have a new podcast topic coming your way. Um, enjoy that one. Um, <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, we, we're trying to address them in a podcast, which I think is important, but I think it's also... It's a starting point. It's a starting point, but we have to take those issues. Again, it goes back to listening to our youth. Okay, so I heard you. Okay, thanks. Thanks for sharing your information. Bye-bye. Uh, we actually have to follow through. There has to be some follow-through. Um, so it's not just a matter of listening. It's listening and then following through with what we've heard. Um, and I think that's, that's another growing area for the church with a capital C, to listen to our youth and then address those issues and, and, and tackle them as opposed to just say, oh, thank you so much. Go back yeah. to the youth room now and eat some donuts. Because um, youth ministry is really about more than donuts and Mountain Dew and pizza. Yeah. Um, Dang. I know. But even if it was just about I mean, donuts and pluses. Mountain Dew and pizza, I mean, I'm kind of in. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in. Kind of. Yeah. I can't have any of those things right now. I can, but, you know, Yeah. How I many won't. points is that? I won't. So, so here's, our, here's our takeaways. So let's wrap this up. VBS was awesome. Um, we have amazing youth. Um, Christopher does an amazing job working with VBS and, and helping with Sunday school. And we general. need to listen to our youth. And we need to listen to our youth. And we'll find, we, will, we will find the youth, the youth leader that is the, per, that is the right fit for us. It may not be today. It, may not, it wasn't today. Um, it, may, it, it may or may not be tomorrow. Um, but we'll find that person. And, and we've kind of made a, made a commitment to not just our youth, but, but as a staff, um, to find the person that fits, not just a person. Um, I'm not interested in a warm body to do youth ministry. You know, we'll reconfigure things as best we can to figure out how to do it until we find that right person. But yeah. we're committed to finding the person that fits and, and the person we need as opposed to just a person, just a person um, in the spot. Well, thank you for joining us, Christopher. Thank you for having now, me. Back to work. Yes. So Christopher, Christopher's doing an art camp this week, right? Oh, yes. cool. You're leading an art camp this week, and then later this summer, another one, right? July. Go ahead and plug it. This 8th is your through 12th. I'm leading, actually, a zero-waste camp at Visionary School of the Arts. Ooh. 
So what does that mean? What is zero waste camp? We'll be painting on water bottles. Ooh. We'll be making conservation pieces. Oh, I nice. have a project with old dictionaries. You're making art out of garbage. Yay. Garbage Wait. art. And, and in case, I have painted about three trash cans. Hey. And, and in, case you ha in case you don't know, Christopher is an amazing artist. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, and at some point, he's actually going to paint during worship. Um, and I'm just going to put that. Director. I'm going to put that out there in public. Because space. you can't get me to do it. Beca because I, one, <laughs> I can't get Pastor Rebecca to do it, and two, because I, I challenge you all to engage our youth. So if it's not just me saying, "Hey, Christopher, I'd really love to see you paint during worship," and you're in, in, you're in jumping in on that, um, we might be able to get them to do some awesome painting in worship. Yeah, pressure. That's right. Sweet. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next. We kind of had a long little hiatus for, for vacations it's and summer. all kinds of stuff in summer and whatnot. But um, we will hopefully uh, have a new one next week. See you then. Mm -hmm.